Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. to our very first Dungeons & Dragons podcast, probably the first ever being done at TU. Yeah, Woo. all right. In yeah. Studio 151, provided by the TU TV Media Lab. I'm here, my name is Hannah, I'm going to be your DM for this campaign. I'm here with three lovely player characters, if we want to go around the table and introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Brennan, I'll be playing the Deep Gnome Wizard, Dartle Pinekeg. Okay. Hi, I'm Robert Steer. I'll be playing the Dragonborn Monk, Juilliard Woken. Yes. Hi, my name's Amelia. I'll be playing Kitsa, who goes by Kit Harrington. She <laughs> is a tiefling who is pretty damn sure she's a cleric. <laughs> yeah, so in case you didn't really get it, all of these characters are like... Uh, plays on Game of Thrones actors, which we which we decided in our meeting before our first recording. But uh, yeah, so to start off, before we like get into everything, I you guys already kind of introduced your characters a little bit, but um, I'd like to hear like a little bit of background about uh, y'all's characters, about like who they are, what they're about, what stats are good, if you want to say that. But um, yeah. If we want to start with you again, Brennan. Yeah, so uh, Dartle, he was uh, he was a dude who was about you know sixteen, seventeen, somewhere around there in his gnome village, and he got sacked by this wizard, you know, kind of like Conan the Barbarian stuff. And uh, he was super strong and super dexterous. He was a great fighter, and uh, he was he was huge. So he took down the wizard, and then after that, he was running around the the, the tower, and he knocked over too many potions. The whole thing went source for his apprentice, and then he became four hundred years old. Uh, and now he's trapped inside. He's a you know teenager trapped inside a four hundred year old's body. Um, and that's Dartle. Uh, and as a result, he lost all of his physical strength, his dexterity, because he's you know old as hell. 
Um, but he spent a lot of time reading, um, and so he grew very intelligent. Um, but he has uh, minus two the strength. So <laughs> so now he's starting out as a level one wizard. Yes, after being a level 20 fighter. <laughs> yeah, so cool. That's Dartle. Let's move on to Juilliard. Okay, so Juilliard Woken has kind of a tragic backstory. He was abandoned by his clan at birth for looking sickly and small. He's a blue dragonborn, which means he has the uh, lightning elemental power. So sad. <laughs> yes, quite tragic. <laughs> Left in the countryside, he was soon found by a roaming band of traveling entertainers. He was kept as an oddity and an attraction, spitting lightning and performing stunts. However, he soon proved quite intelligent and athletically gifted. The ringleader paid him wages to hone his craft and perform for the people. When the young dragon born turned 18, the circus band was attacked by barbarians. Oh, no. I know. With no <laughs> weapons to protect himself, he relied on his athletic ability, speed, and lightning breath to fight off the invaders. Alas, he was not in time to save his comrades. Free from the only life he had ever known, he traveled the world for three years, so he's now 21, learning martial arts and training his body from various masters of hand-to-hand combat. Though not a master, his kicks are fast as lightning, and he is really quite frightening. He is a <laughs> he's a martial he's a martial arts expert. Um, if that wasn't clear, he's a monk. Uh, he's currently carrying a, a short sword and some darts. Um, although he does have unarmed combat stats, and um, the dra- uh, dragonborn ability to breathe fire or breathe lightning, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of his actual stats, um, he's got a pretty high strength stat, at fifteen with a plus two bonus, and dexterity at fourteen with a plus two. Um, his charisma is also quite good at 13 for level 1, um, and his acrobatic saving throw is plus 4, so my main strategy is going to be dodging in and out of combat. Um, in terms of like personality traits um, and appearances, he's tall and lean. I, I want it to be kind of true to the idea that he is a true monk um, and that he is not the typical like muscular, axe-wielding, huge barbarian dragonborn. <clears throat> Um, and he's a man of the people. Uh, Juilliard Woken is indeed very woke, and so he takes great pride <laughs> in being kind of the stereotypical entertainer, taking various and sometimes inconsistent uh, stats on the political issues at any given time. Um, so that's just something we're going to have to play with as that uh, that comes into, into play in the campaign. He's not just a performer. He's also a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Amelia. Okay, so Kitsa doesn't actually have a super tragic backstory. Basically what happened, so this is stuff Kitsa doesn't know, but just so you get an idea of how she got up in this scenario, because she's actually a warlock that is convinced that she is a cleric. (laughs) So good. So good. (laughs) Oh, also she's adorable, and her skin is light periwinkle, and her hair is like white and lavender, and she has cute little curly horns. Oh my god, I love that. She is like the sweetest, (laughs) like most pure person. Oh, she's also lovable and good. Oh, I love it. She is just the sweetest. She just tries so hard and loves her friends. So um, basically, five generations prior, woman struck a deal with an archfey for power and influence. It turned out bad, as most archfey deals do. So to kind of like penance, pay penance for her soul, she devoted her entire bloodline to worshiping um, Saloon. I think I'm saying that right. I, I just read it online. It's the goddess of the moon. <laughs> oh, awesome. Um, yeah, and so they've been worshipping her for years, but what she didn't know is that by turning away from the archfey who granted her all this power and influence, she put a curse on her bloodline. It's a it's a matrilineal line because, you know, feminism. Oh, yeah. Uh, so five generations after, uh, Kitsa is the oldest, the firstborn of her family, and she comes out as a tiefling and an otherwise uh, half-elf. Like, all her younger siblings are half-elf. She has... 
five si- four si- no five siblings. Sorry, <laughs> I wrote this down. I don't know how to read. Um, <laughs> Same. Names you don't re- really need to know. Um, but yeah, so she's trained up in this church, and her whole family um, they're all like acolytes of this moon goddess. But the archfey has basically interceded. Um, with Kitsa. So while she thinks she's worshiping this goddess, she's actually getting all her power and influence and all her prayers are going to this archfey, who, despite being this sort of chaotic entity, has kind of a soft spot for this, like, innocent, like, (laughs) pure little child, but is still probably pushing her towards whatever this archfey wants. Um, She's all around a pretty average character. She is the like, very not wise, which is funny for someone who thinks they're a cleric. And uh, because of that, she's, like, incredibly naive. She doesn't even know. She's never met a tiefling. She doesn't know anyone else. Uh, she's very sheltered. So she just kind of trusts everyone. Just, like, a, a little ball of moonlight. That's great. We don't have time to unpack all of that. No, we don't. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's all great. That's all great. No, um, I love these characters very much. I'm very excited to uh, play with them a little bit. Um, but yeah, I forgot to mention before, this is my first time DMing. This is my fourth time being a part of a campaign, um, one of which being one of Brennan's campaigns. Yeah. So Brennan's been my DM before, but I haven't been anyone else's DM before. So Don't bear with me. me. It's my first time. Uh, we might get going kind of slowly, but I'm sure I will pick it up as we go along. So, uh, is everyone ready to get started? I was born ready, Hannah. You were born ready? Hell yeah. Oh, mighty dragon born ready. (laughs) Cool, cool. So, first of all, we're going to start off with a little bit of a prologue. So, one day, wherever your characters are at the start of this, wherever they would normally be, uh, they receive a note. Uh, where, Where you were and what you were doing is kind of up to you. This note only said two things. The first thing said... Are you worthy at the top? Ooh. And at the bottom, it gives a time and a place for you to be. And what's cool about this note is that it's written in your native language. So, uh, Juilliard, yours is in Draconian. Dartle, yours is in Gnomish. Uh, And uh, Kitsa, yours is written in Infernal. And you can understand it, but you don't know why. What? Um, uh, Yeah. So... Tell me what's going through each of your characters' heads whenever you receive this note. Do you think it's like, whatever, I don't care about this? Or do you see it and do you accept the challenge? Or like, oh, yeah, I need to prove myself. What's going through your head? Uh, first thing I see say is, uh, I've got to find my reading glasses. You know, put on my, my damn reading glasses. Like, all right, hell yeah. Like, this shit looks dope. And that's, uh, I'm, I'm all in for it. Of course I'm worthy. I slayed the, the freaking wizard when I was 17. Technically, I'm still 17 on the inside, but... <laughs> All right. Juilliard. Uh, so, Juilliard Woken has been... Uh, well, honestly, he's bored. He, like, has been doing nothing but meditating <laughs> and being a monk on a mountaintop with some, with some random, strange, bearded dude. He's ready for a challenge. He hasn't been able to perform or use his charisma <laughs> in a hot minute, so he is just overflowing with the creative juices and is ready to get onto this adventure. So he accepts and is honestly quite flattered that someone else knows Dragonborn because it's been like, oh, you know, his entire life since someone has like ever spoken to him in his native language. So he's uh, he's definitely intrigued. He wants to find his family as well. So he's uh, he's going for it. Ooh, personal quest. All right, Kitsa. Okay, so Kitsa's just like, Mom! <laughs> sent me a letter. It's in an ancient language. I can understand it. Like, this is my moment. Like, I, this is what I've been waiting for. This is what, Mom, I have to go. Like, can I please go? 
Of course, honey. Of course you can <laughs> Are you kidding me? The mom's just like, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cue the magical anime girl soundtrack. <laughs> you are my friend. <laughs> this is just Sailor Moon. <laughs> I've always known you were special, kids. <laughs> this has been sent to you from the gods above. This is your time to shine. I know you can do it. I believe in you. Okay. Yeah, and then I go and like I'm just gonna go and pack everything. I'm gonna say like goodbye to all my siblings. I'm ready for an adventure. Okay, yeah, that so that kind of uh, flows into my next thing where I was gonna say, uh, how do you leave? What do you do? Do you say bye to anybody? Do you just run out the door? Do you take your time? How do you leave? You are on your way to this place, which I'll reveal in a minute. So how do you get there? What's your journey like? So I. Uh... I open up the door and it's it looks strangely like the uh, the the Hobbit kind of thing, you know. I, I get on my tunic and I you know do 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 do. I walk out of my gnome village as an old ass man, and it's it's oddly peaceful, you know. And it, it doesn't mean like the scenery is peaceful. I'm just oblivious to it. Like there's a guy getting mugged behind me, and I'm just like, oh, what a beautiful day. Yes, <laughs> I'm just hobbling along on my on my uh, uh, cane, which is a stick that also functions as my wand. And uh, it's it's the the birds are singing and it's it's wonderful. It's <laughs> Blissfully <great>. ignorant. <laughs> All right, Juilliard. After receiving the letter, Juilliard Loken bows uh, respectfully to his sensei, departs <laughs> in silence with a cape and a walking stick. The skies ahead over overcast and lightning streaks in the distance. He feels invigorated by this new adventure and he walks silently into the grim dusk to go find the origin of this adventure. Awesome. Are you a creative writing major? No, Juilliard just talks in soliloquies. Jeez, it's Shakespeare over here. <laughs> yeah, so Kitsa. Okay, so yeah, I go. I round up all of my younger siblings, all five of them, and <laughs> um, you know, and I'm giving one of them's like a baby. So you know, I'm saying my goodbyes. I pack it up. I take the horse whose name is Moonbeam. It's Moonbeam. I love that. <laughs> Moonbeam. It's white with little gray speckles here and there. Aww. And uh, leave at dawn. Um, at night because it's a full moon obviously i say my prayers at moon dawn at moon well, okay <laughs> i the moon the moon could be up in the morning <laughs> true um say my prayers to saloon and ask for like blessings and stuff as i go on this journey for her and then i i embark my parents say goodbye but you know i was getting older i was gonna have to leave home anyway so i'm like excited and nervous but like i'm happy to make new friends all right awesome so all of your journeys turn out pretty well. You get to your destination with no problems. And now we're starting our adventure in this bustling giant city of Waterdeep. Waterdeep. For those of you that know, this is in the continent of Faerun in the Forgotten Realms campaign setting. Waterdeep is known as one of the most influential cities in all of Faerun. It's called the Crown of the North or the City of Splendors. It's located on the shores of the Sword Coast. It's a huge trading hub. It's on mineral-rich land, and it's home to around 100,000 people. Mm. It spreads along the base of Mount Waterdeep, where lots of passages and tunnels were built, which used to house a, myth a mithril mining dwarven clan, but they're now empty, save for a few monsters that were there. Mm. So the location that you're directed to in Waterdeep is none other than the Bottleneck Tavern. Ooh. As a longtime favorite for the locals, its tables are always full. They're never empty, especially when it's nighttime. Its furniture is kind of old and wooden. It smells of alcohol and old beer, but it's really charming. It's got an undeniable charm. 
Uh, it's a place to celebrate. It's a place for friendship. And that's exactly how it looks tonight. It's after sunset. The stars are bright. It's a clear night. There's no clouds. And uh, you enter. How do you enter this tavern? Uh, I kick the door down. You kick like, the door down. I like door open. Rather. Okay. Just... I don't think the bar owner would be super happy if you busted the door off of her. Well, I've got minus two strength, so it'd be more like a, a light push. <laughs> so, so you so you try to kick the door down, but you don't. I was going to say, like, aren't you like a really old gnome? You're a tiny, tiny old gnome. You kick the door and break your leg. <laughs> okay. Juilliard, how do you enter? Uh, fabulously, of course. Of course. Um, so after after watching this gnome struggle with the door, I, <laughs> uh, Juilliard walks in and flourishes his cape and flourishes. says openly and loudly, I have arrived. Uh, everyone, everyone in the tavern just kind of, uh, they're doing their own thing. They look at you for a second, and then they go back to whatever they were doing. Darnell rolls his eyes yeah, at the a... camera, by the way. He looks at the camera <laughs> and rolls his eyes. Jim from The Office Style. <laughs> Wait, are we in Scranton? What happened? <laughs> Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, okay, d- d- disappointed at the lackluster reaction, I find a table and sit down and start sulking. <laughs> okay. Okay, so probably a little while after this, I walk up to the door, and then I put out my hand, and I use thaumaturgy to blow the door wide open, <laughs> and then they see this, like, kind of, like, short-ish little, little tiefling girl, and I just smile, and I walk up to the bar, and I say, I would like one beverage, please. <laughs> of course, honey, coming right up. And uh, the bartender grabs you whatever beverage you ask for. What what beverage do you Probably ask? Probably something sweet like wine. Something sweet. Okay, she grabs you a uh, a glass or. Can I get a vodka crayon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she serves you that with a big smile on her face. Um, so you see a couple different uh, people, at, a couple different crowds of people at this tavern. Uh, you see a dwarf couple. They're completely lost in each other's eyes. Can't take can't take their eyes off each other. You see a very loud table of three: a dragonborn, a human, and a halfling. You see a gnome, uh, a gnome uh, gaggle, uh, female gnomes. Uh, looks like they're celebrating something. And then you see a half elf, kind of towards the back. He's not really being as jovial as everyone else, but he's like writing furiously in a notebook. Like, can I go up to the female gnomes? Gnomes. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> oh, hello there. <laughs> Who are you? We haven't seen you around these parts. Your female gnome voice. I swear to God. This is my first. This is my first attempt at doing, You're doing amazing voices. So just, <laughs> this, just is, this is this is the greatest I've ever heard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Dartle. Dartle. Yeah. From, How exotic. Uh, it's it, I What a sexy g- name. <laughs> I, I am exotic, actually. It's uh, Dartle Pinekeck at your service. He like he, like he like takes her hand and like gives her. Ooh, so nice, so sweet. <laughs> so uh, oh, you like you come here often? Well, we're just here for my friend Jessica's bachelorette party. Oh, fun, fun. She's getting married. Oh, it's I, about damn time. I, I know. I, I'll tell you. Some of my friends, I'll tell you, they're like 300, 400 years old. <laughs> you know we know, because we age slowly. It was really meant to be, though. They were dating for like five years. It was like, where's the ring, you know? 
<laughs> Honestly, after three weeks, I'm like, you better propose marriage, or I'm not. I'm not even doing this. Yeah, you know, we should catch up sometime. Here's my number. <laughs> she takes your number and slips it in her bra. Wait, number number to what? what? Uh, I, I meant like apartment number. <laughs> Whatever you give her, she puts it in her bra. <laughs> It's just a number. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's just a number sixty nine. It's put on. You scroll this number in blood. Full moon. It I will, will summon me. <laughs> full moon at dawn. <laughs> Girl, can that please be the name of the campaign? Full moon at dawn. <laughs> If it's full no. moon at dawn, we definitely need a like, custom like anime intro. <laughs> kind of, like buying into the like really anime <laughs> soundtrack for just kits. Have I told you guys about Anchor? If you haven't heard about it, let me explain. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free app that you can find in your phone's app store. It gives you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Let it be known that you don't need a professional setup to start a podcast. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, and tons of other platforms. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor for our podcasts, and as the one who edits and posts our episodes, it honestly makes my job so much easier. I really and truly love it. If you're looking to start your own podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor to do so. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. (laughs) Amelia, you're an artist. (laughs) <laughs> every single campaign oh my gosh you're an artist <laughs> okay so can i can i go up to that human who's writing furiously it's a half elf half yes. elf the half elf yes you can okay i like i kind of sit as like across the table and i'm like leaning over my elbows on the table my hands kind of under my chin and i say what you doing <laughs> he uh stops he looks up at you for a moment and then he goes back to writing okay so i use thaumaturgy again to say what you doing and make my voice like super loud he uh ignores you um, I'm gonna peer over at what he's writing. Uh, he, it's written in Elven, so you can speak Elven. You speak Elven? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he slams his notebook closed, and uh, he ignores you because you continues ignoring you. I say, do you want to be friends? He continues ignoring you. I'm just gonna stare at him and keep saying, do you want to be friends? He continues to ignore you. So wait, is he literally just like not looking at me? He's or? he's looking at you now, but he's just he will not talk to you. Okay, well, we're just going to have a staring contest then. All right, cool. <laughs> having a staring contest. I don't think he has to sleep because he's half elf, so he can be here all night. I, I have so much spite <laughs> in my soul. All right, that's that's that. <laughs> that's that. <laughs> what else? Juilliard, what do you do? Uh, let's see, is there a stage anywhere in this fine establishment? Is that... Uh, yeah, there's an empty stage in the back, and next to it you see a schedule that says, uh, Friday night is open mic night, but tragically it's a Thursday. Uh, okay. Well, Juilliard swears under his breath, which, you know, produces a small puff of lightning. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I stand on the stage anyway <laughs> and try to... Uh, it? yeah, no one, no one will stop you. Okay. Um, do I need to roll for this or no? For, are you going to perform? Uh, yeah, I was gonna do some acrobatic stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, roll for that. <laughs> you rolled those together. I thought you said smackrobatics. Smackrobatics. It's like monk. Smackrobatics. It's the name of his uh, one man show. It's currently in production. <laughs> it's, it's how he attacks. He does uh, smackrobatics. So I, I rolled a 16. Can I, uh, can I do some backflips and junk? Okay, yeah, lay, yeah, lay that out for me. Okay, uh, Juilliard uh, throws away his cape and his walking staff and bows deeply to the audience. He then Who are not paying attention to him <laughs> yet. 
Despite their lack of attention, he is saying thank you profusely as if they were cheering for him. <laughs> he then begins doing a series of car wheels and backflips. <laughs> Just on the stage without... <clears throat> Uh, music or with anything. The, with nobody asking. He's, he's just making <laughs> he's it. Just, he's just got to perform. At the conclusion of which, he's breathlessly sitting there in a bow, hoping desperately that someone, anyone, notices his talent. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, um, the table of three, the dragonborn, the human, and the halfling, who are all, like, super drunk, they kind of see you and they start applauding a little bit. Yes, this is my moment. I've made it. If I see him, I'll clap too. Yeah, I'll, I'm a cheer. I'm like, hey. I'm <laughs> oh, also going to turn, turn to the female now and be like, hey, he's my friend. Isn't that cool? Hey, this, this tiefling and this gnome, they're all right. Yeah. I can like him. I can hang out with him. So the uh, the half elf that Kitsa was was standing next to, he starts kind of scanning the room, and he looks at you a little bit, Juilliard, and uh, then he looks at Dartle, who is uh, flirting with the gnomes. <laughs> And he just kind of keeps staring at the two of you. And then occasionally back at you, Kitsa. He's just kind of looking between the three of you. I'm still winning the staring contest <laughs> with someone else. I'm, uh, I'm in the... Uh, can I ask the... Uh, what was your name again? The the gnome girl. What was her name again? Well, her friend's name was Jessica. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so her name is Jennifer. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll, I'll see you around, Jennifer. And I'm going to walk over to the elf dude. See you later. <laughs> Uh, the the half elf watches you uh, go over to him, and then he just kind of looks over at Juilliard. Uh, Juilliard mistakes the the direct eye contact with a deep admiration and love, and so <laughs> stands up from his bow and points directly at him and says, "Yes, you, sir, you are my number one fan." He's <laughs> rushing towards him. And keep in mind, he's a six four, like two fifty pound dragonborn. So this is not a like, you know calm, like, <laughs> reassuring John. This is like a, oh my god. So does he just, like, run over and stop? <clears throat> or yeah. does he just, like, run into the table at full force? What does he do? Uh, he runs up to him and, like, embraces him. <laughs> like, he, in a big hug. He looks kind of disgusted and d- does not reciprocate this hug. <laughs> but, um, alright. So the three of you are at the table. Um, he says, please, have a seat. I'm already sitting. <laughs> well, <laughs> <if you insist. laughs> Dar- yeah. Darla, are you sitting? Yeah, I sit down, but my my head wouldn't like reach over the table. So <laughs> <laughs> you can you you can you can stand on the on the chair All if right, you thanks. if you prefer. <laughs> All right, stand on the chair. I I apologize for for my silence. I didn't want to speak until all three of you were here. Uh, I uh, my name is Arwen. I am a recruiter sent out to find the best and bravest adventurers and adventuring teams uh, to bring to an adventuring guild. And then as he's saying this, uh, the bartender that served you earlier, Kitsa, brings over a giant burger and puts it in front of him. And he says, ah, thank you. Thank you, Tiger. I'm sorry. I just, I love the burgers here. They're the best in all of Waterdeep. And he takes a huge bite of it. Yes, Dartle. I'll take one too. (laughs) And the beer, please. Coming right up, darling. Oh. She she goes back to the kitchen and she uh, starts getting the beer. But uh, he he takes a huge bite of his burger and he just he's loving it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's loving it. Sponsored by McDonald's. No, we're not. We're not. Um, McDonald's. Um, I can't eat McDonald's because they support cruelty towards animals. So like, I can't really like. <laughs> oh, I'm a vegetarian too. 
Is this a free range restaurant? <laughs> um, the chicken have a good life. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he says. I, I'm sorry. I've just. I've been. I haven't eaten all day. I just. I had needed a burger. So as I was saying, I. I am a recruiter sent out to find the the best adventurers to bring to our guild. We. Our main goals are to explore the world and protect others from harm and find treasure. And most importantly, we make each other stronger and build each other up in the process. But in order to join this guild, you must pass a trial that was designed by the guild. Now, I must ask you, are, are the three of you a team? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, I Tartle Pine Tag, by the way. Kit Seth. You can call me Kit. Yeah, nice to meet you, Kit. Was, is that short for something? Kit. It, it's short for Kitsa. Kitsa? Yeah. I don't think I've met a Kitsa before. Yeah, my name's Kitsa. And you, my flamboyant giant friend. Long for Kit. <laughs> I am Juilliard Woken. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Oh, jeez. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Do you always talk like that? No, it's exhausting, actually. Well, thank God, Sonny. <laughs> So I, I return to my question. Are, are the three of you a team? I mean, sure. Yeah. Well, well, I don't really know these people. I don't really know these people, but uh, I, I'd be willing to be a team. I'm always down to make some friends. I like friends. If media has taught me anything, the power of friendship is supreme. <laughs> so, yeah, sure, why not? And uh, what we, uh, we, uh, you're performative. What, what's our, what should we call ourselves, my, my dear Mr. Woken? I'll have to think about it. All right, <laughs> I'm good. not sure. You can't rush genius. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm pleased to tell you that you don't necessarily need a name for to join to join this guild. So, um, uh, so yes, there is a trial that all must pass if uh, if you want to become a part of this guild. And I ask if you're a team, because if you were to go in individually, you would all take the test individually and you would pass and fail as individuals but since you are a team you will pass or fail as a team so there is a dungeon in the nearby sword mountains and if if you can clear this dungeon you will be taken to the guild you will need to take the high road about 50 miles about a two days journey uh, it's a coastal trade route outside of Waterdeep, and you that's where you will find the dungeon and um, if you can make it to the last room in the dungeon, you'll find the key that will take you to the guild. And I encourage you to get going as soon as possible. This dungeon is halfway between Waterdeep and Thornhold on the high road. And again, it is a two-day travel, so I encourage you to, to get going as quickly as possible. So I ask you now, do you accept this challenge? I do. Uh, yeah, of course. Let's do it. Yeah, let's go. Hell yeah! You don't you don't want to know anything other than that. You're just ready to dive headfirst. I mean, I you do seem ha- pretty trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a quick question though. Yes. So we have to clear the cave. Does that mean like we have to get something out of it, or do we have to like kill all the monsters? In you it? you have to make it to the last room, and that is that is all I will say. Okay, so we're not looking for anything particular. or... You you'll know when you get there. Okay, I'll you'll take know. it. Just want us to like show you our moves or like, <laughs> yeah, like... show me your moves. As long as you Falcon. <laughs> if you make it alive. <laughs> if you if you make it alive to the last room of the dungeon, then it is safe to say that you have passed the test and you are worthy of joining our guild. Do 
you uh do you have anything like healing potions or that's up to you snacks that we can <laughs> there there is an inn a mile or so from here if you wish to have a rest before you go on your journey but other than that the rest is up to you so what time of day is it right now it's night it's like supplies, puzzle books, Sudoku, I don't know, maybe a weapon, a gun. Lunchables. Lunchables. <laughs> I, I could use some juice boxes. In, in order to make this fair, I cannot help you before your, before your journey. Do we get workers' comp if we, like, die? Yeah, I don't really want to die. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, well, if you die, there's not much I can do about that. But if you if you survive and you get to join the guild, it's a... Uh, it's pretty sweet deal. You, uh, you. I will you risk life my life lit. for said sweet deal. You get a, you get a cozy new. Uh, lanyards. <laughs> yes, you get, you get membership lanyards. Um, this is like a Silicon Valley company. You get a, you get a cozy new uh, dorm room, and uh, we have fine dining in the in the guild, and uh, it there is a uh, there is a salary. That you will get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the pay like? Are we talking the gold pieces? We talking diamond? Like, it's what? uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll see if you pass the test first, and then we can discuss pay. But you do get to keep all of the treasure that you find on, on your adventures. Sorry, is this a union? Is that is are we joining a union? Oh, I don't know about we that get... commie bullshit. <laughs> this is simply a guild made up of adventurers who want to bring good to the world. I have, a, I have a question. Yes, what is your question? So, wait, just to clarify, are you the person who sent the letters? Y- y- yes, I am indeed the person who okay, sent the letters. Okay, that was good, because I was sitting here and I was thinking, like, oh, it'd be so awkward, I'm supposed to <laughs> go on this other quest. Yes, <laughs> yes I, I, I... <laughs> we walk out, like, an old man, like, walks in, he's like, I need some adventurers. Yes, I, I recruited you for, for this okay. mission, because I see potential in all three of you to complete this uh, trial and become a new adventuring team for oh. our guild. How'd you find us? I I have my methods. You knew my address. Did Saloon tell you? Sorry, say that again. I say, did Saloon tell you? And I like raise my eyebrows, like you know. Well, we'll say that yes, Saloon told me. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, then I'm totally down. All right. Cool. <clears throat> what was the name of that inn? The name of the inn was the uh, Lamplighter Inn. <laughs> I think that's a, a real name of something, but I is it. Yeah. Is that a real place? Yeah, yeah Lamplighter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's called the Lamplighter Inn. Was that the Gaslighter? Well, the Gaslight is a play. It's the Gaslight. There he is. It's a play on words. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so you guys can figure out what to do from here. Do you want to just get going on your journey, or do you want to go to an inn and take a rest, or what do you want to do? I could buy a health potion. Okay. I'll, I'll let you, as I told you before, I'll let you start with like 50 gold. 50 gold, gotcha. Cool, cool, That's cool, quite cool, a bit, cool. actually. I don't know how much a health potion costs. Oh. Like, uh, lesser one costs like 50 gold. Like the lowest one, I think, costs 50 gold, typically. Oh, okay, cool. So, yeah, you can buy a health potion for all your gold if you want. Eh, the hell with it. Okay, so you have a healing potion now. I'm not keeping track of your items, so... Keep track of your own items. I think that's a given. But um, 
Yeah, does anyone else want to do anything? Does anyone else want to... Um, I actually have a decent amount of adventuring supplies. Like, I've got rations and torches and, and pitch box and tinder box and stuff like that, so... Cool. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm pretty ready to go. Also, I have a death wish, so let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's really uh, helpful. That's really cheery. Well, um, I have I have none of... I have none of that stuff. Uh, would, you, would you be willing to share, or do I need to go buy some things? I think you'll have to ask your teammates if they want to share. No, that's what I was asking. I was asking uh, uh, Juilliard. Uh, yeah, I mean, once we do some team-building exercises, really warm up to each <laughs> other, I think that sharing would probably be a, a natural part of the, this team-building process. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be willing to share rations and stuff as, as the, uh, the need arises. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, then I'm also going to go out and buy a health potion because I don't want to die. Cool. You buy a health potion. I will let you do that. Juliard, do you want to do anything? Do you want to buy anything? Um, is there a purveyor of fancy capes and or shawls around? Uh, I'm sure there is, because Waterdeep is one of like the biggest and best cities in all of Faerun. So, uh, yeah, you find a, uh, a clothing shop that uh, looks pretty high-end. And I think I think Juilliard would only want the best for himself. So yeah, you you assume you, correctly. <laughs> yeah. So you you find this really high end um, costume shop, and you go inside, and you uh, see a man dressed uh, a human man dressed very uh, flamboyantly, and he goes, "Hello, what can I get for you today?" First of all, I like the cut of your jib. Second of all, <laughs> do, you, do you have any pretentious scarves and or capes for an adventurer? Oh, sir. That's all we have. <laughs> Is that we have this? every color you could imagine. Hmm. What do you desire? I'm kind of a winter. Do you have anything that would complement this blue? Oh, yes. I have a stylish Purple, deep, deep purple, the color of royalty. I think that would uh, uh, complement the color of your your beautiful scales. Name your price, sir. Fifty-one gold. <laughs> <laughs> can I roll for charisma? Yes, you can roll for charisma. Yes. All right. Nine. Uh, no, that that doesn't do it. I uh, you. <laughs> How do I solve this? <laughs> there is a there is a uh, a less deep purple <laughs> scarf that I can sell you for fifty gold. That it won't it won't complement your scales as much, and it will uh, kind of uh, maybe look a little bit just a, a tad bit tacky with the rest of your outfit. But I I think you can make it work. I think you're right. I'll take it. Here you go, sir. A brand new purple, not as good purple, <laughs> cape for you. Love it. <clears throat> All right, awesome. Oh, can I borrow your pencil? <laughs> um, so, do you guys want to stay at the end, or do you want to get going overnight? Um, that's up to you guys. I'm fine with whatever. I mean, I can, we can. I think we should head over now. You, know? you guys both good at like seeing stuff at night, because like that's yeah. important. Well, I I don't mind at all because I'm a deep gnome, so I've got 120 feet of dark vision. So I might be biased towards night because, you know, I like the night. <laughs> okay, so you guys get going, and it is, um, it's night, and uh, it's you're most of the way through the night because your journey to the the bottleneck tavern took you a while, and uh, your your stay at the bottleneck tavern uh, took a little bit. So um, 
dawn is coming, so you wouldn't have gotten much sleep anyway if you had stayed at the inn. Um, but yeah, so you start heading north on the high road. The high road is a coastal trade route that runs west of the Sword Mountains, up north, through Neverwinter, and all the way up to Luskan, Luskan, mm. however you say that. Uh, it's hundreds of miles long through many different types of terrain. For the most part, the stretch of your journey will stay close to the ocean, the Sword Coast to your west. It's, um, it's going to be dangerous and rocky at points, <coughs> which uh, might serve to be a problem for you. However, it's uh, as you start walking, it's a, it's a pleasant, warm day. The easy travel lures you into a false sense of security. There's a pleasant breeze from the ocean. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a nice walk on the beach, you know? It's something that everyone would love doing. Um, and as you continue traveling, you don't really see anybody, but um, so the only travel or the only trouble you see is that it gets kind of hot during the midday. And then um, as it's getting into the afternoon, it's starting to get less hot. It's starting to get, you're about to finish your, uh, your first day's travel. In the distance, uh, you see t- uh, three figures. And uh, I need all of you to roll for perception. Gotcha. Perception. Guys, I'm so perceptive. <laughs> I got minus two to perception, so... Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. Here's the thing. I rolled a nat one, so that's a negative one for me. You go blind. <laughs> no, you don't go blind. You you don't see anything. Can I just say I get distracted by like a butterfly or something. Yeah, you you I'm see here. you see you have an illusion of some sort of uh, like a butterfly that the uh, the heat got to you, and you're <laughs> you're having uh, heat illusions, and you try to grab at the butterfly because you're so distracted. Guys, what did everyone else get? I rolled a 15. Okay. Or 14 plus one. So. Arnold, what did you get? I rolled a three. Okay, so you don't see anything either. Um, <laughs> We're so good at this. But, um, <laughs> Juilliard, you see that these are three goblins, and they're uh, running really quickly at you. And uh, they're still pretty far away. They're probably a couple hundred feet away, but you can still see them. Ooh. Rad. Okay. Um, and these two are just, like, off into space. Yeah, they can't see a goddamn thing. I'm still trying to catch imaginary butterflies and wondering why you guys aren't helping me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just watching you right now. Like, oh, what the? Ooh. All right. Uh, I use my dragon breath with a really loud roar to try to get their attention, and I aim it, like, at the... Uh, goblins. Um, so they see that and they move out of the way, but they just keep running. They like move out of the way because since they're so far away, they can see like it coming. So they just right, but like we're like it's a it's a loud like roll, yeah, like, like I lightning would by now, and stuff. Right? Yeah. So yeah. What's going on? Uh, goblins. I think three of them. I look. Do I see the goblins now? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, you don't see them, but you know there are goblins there. Oh, okay. Goblins? Are they running uh, to us or f- to something or from something? I, mean, I think that's a philosophical question. That's a deep question, Darnold. Do they look like they're scared or like they're angry? Did he study philosophy uh, in, the, in the wizards? <laughs> What's the goblin's motivation? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, but so... Um, wondering if we should attack them or what they're running from. Are they coming thing. towards us is what we... Yes, at. they look like they're they're angry and trying to come towards us with well, some sort of intent. That's well, a maybe very... they want to be friends. You know, how old are you? They keep getting closer <laughs> as you guys are talking. How old do you think I am? Exactly. I'm drawing my sword. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about her age. Okay, so they're they're like 50 feet away now. They're still running. And uh, uh, you see, Juilliard, since you rolled a high number, you see an odd uh, expression on their faces. They're not angry. They, uh, they're not even looking at you. They're looking past you. And they're still running at full force. Huh. Um... Uh, okay then. Um, can I roll for perception to see if there's anything like behind them or behind us? Uh, can you roll perception twice? Is that a thing you can yeah, do? Yeah, if you're looking for something different. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're the DM, so like. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay, I got four. Yeah, you you don't see anything. Um, yeah, so they're coming right at you now. They're almost here, and then. You and then all of a sudden, they run straight past you. Oh, that was something. Uh, guys, Bye. I'm not. I'm not an expert here. We should probably get out of the middle of the road. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.